welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of the Morning Rush, which you can catch from 6 to 9 every weekday morning at hitthatline.com, where we also have a bunch of interviews, videos, podcast articles, everything you could possibly want as far as content goes for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Football, basketball, baseball, just whatever it is, be sure to check it out. Arkansas, Texas A&M, closer than what the experts thought, but still not enough for the Razorbacks to get to victory. We'll talk about that, as well as the differences and what a few weeks can make for the Arkansas Razorback football team. And we'll also get into some things that happened around the SEC over the weekend. But before we get into it, folks, you know, it's that time of year where concerts are really starting to get in full swing. Sporting events are starting to really rev up. And we all want to attend those events. And with Vivid Seats, you can attend the concert show and sporting event of your choice at a great price. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for all of the live events that you want to go to. And you can sort by price or look for seats in the section and row of your choice to make things even better. Vivid Seats is giving listeners an exclusive promo code for new customers to receive $20 off of orders, $200 or more to save even more money. Just go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. For every purchase, it's backed by 100% buyer guarantee from the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater and more. Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app, enter the promo code LOCKEDON Locked on for $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let Vivid Seats help you get to your favorite live event. So Arkansas, Texas A&M, final score, the Aggies, 24, the Razorbacks, 17. Wow, who would have ever guessed that this game would be a one-possession game when it all was uh, said and done? I mean, really. I never dreamed in a million years it'd be this way. I think that there are a lot of people felt like maybe this could be a game to be improving from the week before against Auburn. But still, with A&M and that that offense, it's able to just score all over you and run the ball effectively and pass the ball effectively. It just seemed like all of those things were just going to go in A&M's favor. And Arkansas, it was just too much for them to catch up. Well, that wasn't necessarily the case. Now, statistically, Texas A&M owned the Razorbacks as far as offensive yards go and whatnot, but the scoreboard, that's where it matters the most and you got to be able to score points if you want to win. In Arkansas, they scored points, but just it wasn't enough to win. And I got to give kudos. I got to give respect to Chad Morris and the Arkansas Razorback football team. Not because you got to give respect to losing teams. That's not what I want to make this about. But I do believe you have to give credit where credit is due when it comes to making sure that this team, this team that has had so many disappointments, this team has been let down so many times, this team has been fed a bunch of promises for years under the Brett Bielma era about how close they were getting, how much better they were getting, but yet it never really came to fruition. All of that stuff you got to give it up to Chad Morris and this coaching staff because they're not giving up. The players aren't giving up. They could have given up after that collapse against Colorado State. They could have given up against North Texas where you just got blasted on at your home stadium. They could have given up at Auburn where they didn't even score a single touchdown. They could have given up at a lot of different areas and a lot of different times this season. But they haven't. And this Texas A&M game once again shows you that even though they're not a good team, Arkansas, they're not a good team. They won't win many games. They won't be bowl eligible this year. But they're continuing to fight, continuing to improve, and continuing to try to make things happen on their football team. And I think that's at least worth noting. Now, 
No one's sitting here sunshine pumping saying that it's a great season. It, it's everything's all well and good. No, there, there's not. No one said, should say that. And if they are, they're stupid. Don't listen to them. I'm just telling you right now that where you were at just a few weeks ago to where you're at right now is the difference. How you are playing right now to where you were just a mere three weeks ago is the difference. This is not the same Razorback football team that took on North Texas. It's not. I don't know what changed. I don't know if it's just more development. I don't know if it's just gaining confidence. I don't know really where to point at and say, this is the reason right here why Arkansas is getting better, why they keep improving, and why against a team like Texas A&M that outmatches them in every position, why they were able to keep it close, why they were in a position to tie the game in the final possession of the game, why were they even found themselves in that position. There's not one thing I can point to. But what I can do is that I can look at Chad Morris and I can look at the staff and I can look at him, especially defensively, and say, you know what? There are some real positives to this. There are some real pieces that are coming together. It's just not the whole picture. It's going to take a few years for that. We all know that. But this season is about improvement weekend and week out. That's all you can ask for. That's all anyone should ask for. And I don't want to say it's a throwaway year, but in a lot of ways it is because things were so bad. Things were so terrible, especially just a few weeks ago, that you're just looking for any type of silver lining. Well, the silver lining comes with improvement. As long as the team does not regress as the season goes on, you can still feel confident and comfortable with Chad Morris and the direction that the program is going. You can still feel like he can get it done as long as he gets the right pieces in place, as long as he gets the right recruits, as long as he gets the right coaching, as long as he gets the right schedule, as long as everything goes according to plan, he can get it done. Now, is this Texas A&M game, this close loss, all of a sudden forgive all the coaching mistakes that may have been made by Chad Morris and his staff? Absolutely not. Nowhere close to that. But what it does give you is it gives you something to look forward to for the rest of the season. Because now you look around at the rest of the SEC, especially the schedule that Arkansas has, and you say, hmm, Vanderbilt ain't looking too good. Hmm, Mississippi State seems pretty overrated. Hmm, Ole Miss is pretty terrible. Hmm, Tulsa. Hmm, maybe five wins? Maybe. No, we're not going to get to that point yet. But it at least gives you something to look forward to. It keeps you interested into the games themselves. Now, some people may look at that as saying it's going to lead up to disappointment because once you get emotionally invested into a program, into a season, it's going to lead to disappointment because, <laughs> hey, you're a Razorback fan. You know what it's all about when it comes to being disappointed. But just keep your expectations in check. Understand that it's just about improving, just about getting better week in and week out. Not Don't look at the score necessarily. I mean, it'd be nice to win games. We all would like to win games. But keep it into perspective. Look at it from a different point of view and just understand this is going to be a tough year. But can the offensive line improve as the season goes on? Can the defense continue to improve as the season goes on? Can Ty's story improve as the season goes on? Look at it in specifics, not about the big picture, because the big picture is, is, a, is a pile of crap. Right now, it, it's just a big pile of crap. But, but, it can be worked on. It can be molded. It can be manipulated a little bit. And as long as you have that, as long as you can make those changes and make those things work, it's all going to be fine. But continue to be interested in it. 
continue to look at it, continue to watch it, continue to show up to the games. Most of you who are listening to this, who if you have season tickets, go to the games. Go to the games. Why not? You paid for your tickets anyway. And if you haven't and you can't go to the games, get somebody else to go to the games. Give them away. I'll give them away. Let me know. But either way, there's things to look at. There's things to be interested in. And that's all you can be asked at this point. And I think that Chad Morris and the rest of the team, that's all they really want at this point. That's all they really want to ask about at this point is improving week to week, getting better week to week. Because if you do that, going into the next season, adding a few recruits, maybe a few transfers, all of a sudden the excitement's back. And you can have something to work with and you can have some momentum to build on top of. You do that, you got me hooked, and I'm sure a lot of other Razor Fag fans hooked as well. You know, ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice and usually what's what team to bet on. And the truth is, I don't really know who's going to win. But if you think you know, you got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. And that's why I always tell my people to go to my bookie. Trust me, guys, they are the best bet this season for you. you. They've been in the business for years. They have great reviews online. And their mobile site is really easy to use. And I would only recommend this service to my listeners who have been so good to me. So that's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. Because when you win, they pay. They have in-game live betting over and unders on fantasy points scored and the most rewarding player perks in the business. Now, my bookie is slammed with new betters. And they want to give everybody the best service possible. So if you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern time, they'll give you an additional $25 free play on deposits over $100. Join now. My bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code ONCOLLEGE25. That's ONCOLLEGE25 to activate your offer. Visit my bookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code ONCOLLEGE25 when creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play. And if you're willing to hold out till 7 p.m., you can get that extra $25 off by using promo code ONCOLLEGE25. Two, five. It's up to you guys. I'd rather wait until after dinner and take the extra money. Because with my bookie, you play, you win, you get paid. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on into the next segment of the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. I know we broke down just some quick reactions to the game uh, between Arkansas and Texas A&M, but I wanted to dive into something specifically, and that's just dealing with the the mistakes and miscues that Arkansas had in this game. You, you opening kickoff, Texas A&M takes it for a touchdown. With all the special teams bullcrap that this Razorback team's gone through, the opening play, the thing that you have said that you were going to work on, the thing that you have been trying to fix – for all this time, boom, gone. Touchdown AM, 7 nothing. That is about the just, it's demoralizing. And I don't really know how to look at it. I can look at it in a negative way because I'm like, what in the crap? How do you not know about special teams? How can you not be good at special teams? At least serviceable at special teams enough to where you don't give up kickoffs for touchdowns. Like, do you need to start onside kicking it every time? I would. Kicking it up way up in the sky to get a fair catch? Maybe. Squib kicking it? Eh. Shoot, kick it out of bounds. I know it's a penalty, but it's worth it at this point, the way you're just giving up these big plays on special teams, and you got to fix it. So I can look at it that way. I guess the silver lining may be that, oh, well, Texas A&M scored on the opening kickoff on a touchdown. 
And Arkansas was able to battle back, so they battled through adversity pretty well. Okay, maybe. But they, these are the things that just frustrate you. And I know it frustrates Chad Morris, but it frustrates the fans where it's like, dude, you're beating yourself. I mean, there were three plays, folks. Three plays. And actually, I guess it would say two for sure. Let's just say two plays in this game that made the difference. Changed everything. It was the kickoff return for a touchdown to open the game and the hands-to-the-face penalty by Randy Ramsey after that third-down play where Arkansas was going to force Texas A&M to punt and instead gives them an automatic first down. Those right there make the difference in that game. And it's just infuriating, and I know Chad Morris was disappointed to know that you were just a couple of plays from not doing something stupid probably winning this game and just imagine how big that would have been imagine if the score was flipped and arkansas won this game 24 17 what would we be talking about right now what would you be talking about right now what would you be feeling about with chad morris and this staff everything changes all of a sudden the momentum gets back people show up more so to alabama coming up this weekend Woo! excitement abounds but that's not the case and just a couple of plays cost you now, you can say that about a lot of football games. I think that was Houston Nuts' old adage of a play here, a play. We're a couple of plays away from being national champions. Okay, that's stupid. I'm not, I don't want to look at it in that perspective. But I do want to look at it in a way of those are the things that you're hoping are the most fixable. Those are the things that you're hoping that you can just go into practices and continue to get better at and improve on them, make a few adjustments here or there, and then they're fixed for the rest of the way. That's what you're hoping doesn't mean it's going to happen but it's what you're hoping and if that's the case and if Arkansas can shore up their special teams just a little bit and if they can not get stupid penalties especially ones that are so costly in certain situations who, who, who knows how they're going to react who knows how they're going to play the rest of the way because I'm telling you folks this Arkansas defense is for real now they're not top 10 in the country for real but they're serviceable they're a good SEC defense they held Texas A&M to their lowest offensive totals of the season. That's lower than what Clemson held them to, and that's lower than what Alabama held them to. Think about that one. So this defense can play. The offense, eh, getting a little better. They can, you know, they got some redeemable qualities here. They're still got a long way to go. But special teams and miscues are killer. And if you're a program like Arkansas and if you're a team like Arkansas, you can't be giving up points. You can't be giving up plays like that. You can't afford it. You have to be on your A game at all times. And when you give up those types of plays in those situations, it's so detrimental. So detrimental. So I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to improve. I don't know if there's something that you can fix, especially on kickoff and special teams play. I don't know. But... There's got to be some type of fix to this. There's got to be some more focus that you can put into special teams. I've been begging for special teams, Coach. I know that no one, th- a lot of people think that's stupid. I know a lot of people think that that, no, you just need to have more time on it spent in practice. No. You need to have someone of it with experience dedicated to coaching up special teams. Not just, okay, let's give the GA a shot at it and let him go. No, no, no. Give, get somebody who has experience in special teams play, throw him in there, and let's see what he can do. Because it's killing you, Arkansas. It's killing you. And Alabama's coming to town. All right? They've mercy ruled everybody. Is that really the route you want to go? 
Is that really the type of game you want to have where Alabama can beat you with their offense and defense already, but you want them beating you with your special teams? Just find some way. Find some way to fix it. And a lot of people will jump on board right then and there. Hey, guys, football is here, and it's great to be able to watch games, college football, NFL games, whether if you're a red zone person, which I know I am. Saturday and Sunday, it's all about football. And there's always ways that you can win money and have more fun with it at FanDuel.com. They have something there for everyone, and there are more ways to win than ever before. They also have a free $250,000 Survivor Contest, which is the biggest free Survivor Contest ever. And here's how it works. All you got to do is pick one team each week. And you can't use them for the rest of the season. It's a lot of fun. You got to be able to check it out. They also have all these different types of games. If you're not a fantasy person, which I'm not, I get to play them. I get to win some money. So I want you to come and hang out with us. Come over and win some money with us because I like I like you guys. You guys listen to this podcast. That means I like you. I want you to not only enjoy the football games by watching them, but also win some money in doing so as well. And to get into that free $250,000 Survivor Contest, go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. And new users get a $20 bonus when you make your first deposit on FanDuel. So come over and play with me today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on to the final segment of the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Uh, I know that a lot of people got to watch some good college football on Saturday, mainly due to the fact that Arkansas having an 11 a.m. kickoff. You can check out some of the later games, the real primetime games at 2.30, as well as 6, 7, in some cases, 8 o'clock. But uh, there was a few games, great games going on in college football. And the biggest one, of course, was the top 10 matchup, Ohio State-Penn State. Ohio State number four traveling into Happy Valley. Ohio State gets the victory 27-26. to Hard-fought game. Penn State got off to a hot start. Ohio State battled back, and it was a back-and-forth game, but uh, Ohio State made one more play than what Penn State can make. I hate Urban Meyer. I hope they still shut the program down. I'm sick of them. But uh, either way, it's neither here nor there. My problem, my whole thing with this, and if you didn't watch this game, uh, I feel bad for you, but if you did watch this game, you'll know what I'm talking about. The very last play by Penn State offensively was fourth down. Fourth down at about five. Game's on the line. You're not in field goal range yet games on the line Ohio State took a timeout then you took a timeout so you had plenty of time and you run the ball on fourth and five and you get stuffed your best player Trace McSorley the guy who has just been all over the place he threw for 286 yards and two touchdowns he rushed for 175 yards the guy was everywhere And you ran the ball to your running back right up the middle, got stuffed when the game was on the line. Now, I think it's easy to question coaches if things don't work, because in hindsight, it's always 20-20. If he runs that ball up the middle and gets the first down, it's considered a great call. But you know that there, I am a believer that when, if you're a football team, basketball team, it doesn't matter whatever team you are. And you have, you can, with the game on the line, Put the ball in the hands of your best player, your playmaker. You do that. You let them make the decision. You let them figure it out. You let them go out and make a play. You let them do that. And that's what Penn State should have done with McSorley. I don't know what James Franklin was thinking. 
And I think that's a pretty obvious thing. It's not like I'm reinventing the wheel here, telling everybody something that they don't already know. But how in the crap do you not give the ball to your playmaker when the game is on the line? If the Patriots are in a jam and the game's on the line, guess who they're giving the ball to? Tom Brady. Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. LeBron James at the Lakers or Cavs, wherever he's at, they're going to give him the ball. It's just so painfully obvious, and I never will understand why coaches try to outthink themselves, not try to be too cute, try to be too smart. No one is going to no one is going to look at you and think you're stupid or criticize you harshly if you let your playmaker have the ball in his hands to make a play and they and they fail and they don't do it. No one's going to fault you for that. But what they will fault you when you don't let them do the plays, when you don't let them have the ball in their hands. It's as simple as that. So all the people getting after James Franklin, power to you. I agree with you. That was crap. That was absolute trash. And I just can't believe it. I just can't believe it that they would do something like that. But cost him a game. Could cost him a lot more. James Franklin even got into it with a fan afterwards. Okay, idiot. Well, don't be an idiot and call good plays. You won't have that problem. Appreciate everybody listening in to the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at RushJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. And we'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great night, everybody. We will see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 